1: women passion success welcome to the all-new francisca show podcast on the jewish coffeehouse network who am i i'm francisca singer composer music producer and now success coach for podcasters i took a podcast grew an audience and monetized it with over 60 original songs 20 music videos and over 100 podcast episodes I present to you K Productions LLC, a white glove podcast production agency that helps entrepreneurs just like you create great content, attract their ideal clients, and make more money by using the power of podcasts. On this show, you'll be hearing from successful female entrepreneurs about their journey. Go ahead and subscribe, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Francisco Show. I am so excited to be back here with Coach Yana Dashevsky. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today? Wonderful. I'm so excited to have you on because you are the classic. Well, I don't know by classic, but I went through your website, I stalked you a little bit online, and you have just coach, which means that you help people with life in general, right? am I totally off here? No, I would. It's funny because now in the industry, especially in
0: the coaching industry, there's so much leashing going on, right? And it's such a beautiful thing that people are creating niches. Like there's a coach in my mastermind who helps specifically quilters in their 40s overcoming divorce. Like there's just the most amazing niches. And I am a general life coach. And people are like, wait, a general life, like do you help people with business? Do you help people with relationships? What is it that you actually do? And I help people with all of it how is usually the next question, right? (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Basically, one of the things that I've discovered, especially in my own process of hiring a coach and working with a coach, and especially if you've never worked with a coach before, the way you tend to do one thing in life is generally the way that you tend to do a lot of things in life. So, especially for individuals who have never worked with a coach before. Oftentimes, you'll consider hiring a life coach, let's say, because, hey, I want to work on my relationship with my kids or because I'm trying to grow a business. But you'll notice that the way that you handle Let's say interactions with your kids that trigger you or them, or the way that you go towards progressing in your business might actually be a pattern that occurs in so many areas of your life. So, when I start working with people one on one for the first time, generally they'll come to me with a specific topic. Hey, can you help me with this? This is the challenge that I'm going through. And as we open up and understand that there's actually a mind body connection, And the way that we think is actually a pattern in a system of beliefs. And those beliefs actually create stories that we tell ourselves about the world, about relationships, about jobs, about our kids, about life in general. And that actually drives our patterns of actions. And as we open up that world, we see that working with a general life coach is so amazing because that coach is actually able to just show you. How your brain and body are connecting, what's happening in that process in relation to a specific trigger, but also how that impacts or impacts so many other areas of your life. And it really is such a beautiful process to witness for people who have never worked with a coach to see like, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally do that. I hustle in my business and I hustle in my relationships and I try to, I'm always hustling. That's why I'm always tired. And that's why it affects my health. And you see this pattern. So for me, I love the art of making these connections and seeing how the overall human functions and the overall being functions. And I truly believe that working with the whole person is my gift, so to say. So I haven't wanted to niche down because like, I totally love helping my parenting clients. I love helping my business clients and I can, I've learned with the coaching tools that I have, I can't do it all. So, um, for now there's no niche necessary for me however i think that when coaches do niche it's really really incredible because what happens is they start working with a specific client over and over and that's when they actually get really precise at helping one specific issue so like if all areas of your life are good and you just really want help with a business strategist I would say work with a business strategist. That's incredible, right? So, or work with a podcast coach who will help you launch your podcast if that's something that you're working on for a six month project. But an overall life coach can really help you with so many aspects of your life. 100%. And
1: thanks for clarifying that because I couldn't even articulate my question without the feeling of I'm going to be judging you by asking you that question. So (laughs) thanks for doing it for me. I would love to know a little bit about what your personal transformation was, because what's so interesting is that everyone who ends up in the coaching space or entrepreneurial space, they had their own massive transformation they had to make on their own. Like no one wakes up one day and says, I'm going to build something massive that never existed before and do it on the first run successfully without a glitch. So what's your story? Yeah, of
0: course. it's um. You know, my my story is actually, it's an evolving story, right? And it's exactly what you're saying. I don't think we ever really have, totally get to the place where we figure it out. And the moment that we're like, oh, I got it. Life is like, oh, cool. You completed that part of the game. Next level. <laughs> and we're, we're trying to figure it out all over again. So someone pointed out to me about five years ago that my name is Yana, which is an acronym for You Are Not Alone. And my story is, is that for most of my life, I have felt like a complete outlier, whether it was in my family. I grew up in a Soviet Russian home. I was actually born in Uzbekistan. And not that my parents didn't want to do the best for me, but like for them, it's, you know, you, there's a very stat standard and you listen and you go to school and you follow directions and you become an engineer or a a doctor, a lawyer, computer program. That was kind of the this the family upbringing that I had. And I was like this eccentric child. I remember being on the playground at four or five years old, playing with energy in my hands and like seeing and envisioning energy. And I had no one to talk to ever about it. And then as I grew up I felt like I never fit into middle school. And this pattern just continued for me for so much of my life. And I got really depressed and I dealt with isolation and loneliness and fear and depression. I drank a lot. I started smoking a lot of pot to cope. Um, I traveled a lot, which was a great way to cope. Actually I I decided I was so mad at the world at one point in time in my life that um, actually seven years ago, I moved out to Maui and um, lived in Hawaii for seven years. And I literally got it to the place where I was living in a dreamland Working 20 hours a week, making 80K a year in the service industry, just working nights. So I had all my days to play and have fun and surf. And inside I was still miserable. And I was like, I don't understand. There's gotta be a bigger purpose to life. There's something more here. I there's I I I can't I don't get why. And so I went on this mission and I started looking for healers. And I mean, all of my life really, I was does this religion have an answer? And I studied Buddhism and I studied Judaism and I lived in Jerusalem. I just was always a searcher. And finally, at that place where I felt like I have to dream life and I'm still unhappy, what's going on? So I hired a coach. Well, I started with like Tony Robbins, some personal development stuff in that direction. And I ended up hiring a Tony Robbins coach. And it was the first time in my life that someone just held space for me and showed me my thoughts and didn't place a label on me. Like I'd gone to therapy before, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with therapy, but to me, it just felt like, oh, I'm depressed. So I have to take drugs. And it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a solution that was right for me. And it was the first time that I just had a coach there that was like, yeah, you're human. This is what we do. It's okay. Let me show you how this works. These are emotions. These are negative emotions. They kind of suck, but I'm going to show you how to feel them, all of them. And it's okay. It's not going to, you know, and just having that safe space. And after working with her for a year, I literally changed my life so drastically, so radically. I found happiness in the same job, on the same island, in the same places. I changed my relationships with my family and I realized, whoa, like I belong somewhere. For the first time, there's this world of coaching that I love and I love personal development and it lets me combine my energetic work that I've always done. You know, I take my clients on a lot of meditative journeys and take them into meeting their emotions and other parts of themselves and doing inner child work. And so I went on to get my certification and just have really created this space where not only do I feel like I belong finally in my own life, but now I can share that gift with others. And the place that it comes from is choosing to belong within yourself. Like so many people in our day and age, we're just running away from ourselves. And we're running away from our own emotions. And and we think that the world doesn't understand us. So we must be wrong and we must be different. And when you can just say, you know what, I'm not wrong and I'm worthy and I'm enough and I'm okay. And you start there, a whole new world of possibilities opens up for you.
1: Absolutely. I love hearing about your journey, but I can't just keep quiet and say that uh, you were searching for all kinds of stuff. And then you put Judaism and Buddhism in one category and coaching in the other, because for someone like me who identifies as a Jew, and I'm all into the coaching world, I I don't think of it as one versus the other. So for anyone listening who thinks coaching and people who are coaches or into coaching, it's a religion for them. I see room for all kinds of nurturing and community building. So that's my little disclaimer out there. It's actually a new thought for me that It's probably going to stir up some thinking around that. You know, I
0: I love that you pointed that out. And I think it's a great addendum because what I absolutely fell in love with when I I started looking into Judaism and Buddhism is the personal development practices of it. What drove me to question it was I would go to a, a class or like a a Judaism inspired class about Passover or something, you know, that's the holiday coming up. I still do. I, I absolutely love it. And at the end of it, the rabbis would always say, and in order to connect to God or whatever it may be, you have to do these actions or take these steps, right? It was always like, almost like a prescription of if you're Jewish, you do this. If you're Christian, you do this. If you're Muslim, you pray this many times a day. And Now, when when I was in that space, I wasn't ready to accept like, yeah, that's probably true for a lot of people. And that's how they connect. And it it doesn't necessarily have to be true for me. So I personally was like, I love the personal development, but I hate the religion. And I made this right like kind of distinction about it in my own mind, which actually caused me so much more separation, so much more pain, so much more. Um, distance from people in my religious circle or even people I was looking up to and what coaching helped me do. And yeah, I agree with you. 100% coaching is not a religion. What coaching helped me do was just to see, Hey, even the way that I treated Judaism is the way that I treat a lot of things. Right. And now I'm actually incorporating so many of the things that I learned, like the Kabbalah is so deep and so mystical and so esoteric. I actually teach that to a lot of my clients when we're talking about emotions and things. Uh, But I just do it from the lens of this is universal information. It works for everyone. There's not a prescription, like take from it what you need. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to eat a certain food or take what you want out of it rather than it being like, this is the framework for how everyone in the world should live their lives, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, totally. So I love how you addressed it. Thank you so much. But just before we end, I want to make sure to tap onto this because I love this part of the journey. You go through this coaching experience and transformation yourself, and then you decide, hey, I I want to do this for other people. How long did it take from you deciding you want to do it to that actually being able to support you? Just to give an idea for our audience, for myself, what that entrepreneurial side of you had to go through after your mind was already set on it
0: had to go through or is still going through, right? (laughs) Again, it's a journey. So I got certified in November of 2019. I started working, part of my certification program was working with um, free clients. So I started coaching before November of 2019. Um, And I am, what, 18 months or so in the year and a half mark into my business now. Um, I can tell you that there is not a Starbucks where all the clients hang out at. And, you don't just walk in and say, hi, I'm Yana, I'm a brand new coach who wants to work with me and they all come flooding towards you, right? So I fell in love with the art of coaching and I have been mastering my coaching skills ever since and seeing what other modalities I can bring in and learn. I never learned how to be a business person. I never learned how to be an entrepreneur, right? So one of the commitments that I've made to myself at the very beginning was, um, making sure that I never depended financially on my coaching business at the beginning. So until I was making enough income for my coaching business for it to be sustainable, I worked other jobs. I continued to push myself to, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to put, and some people might do this differently. Some people say, just run forward and put all your eggs in that basket. But I told myself, I'm working 20 hours a week in Hawaii. Like I can do this. It's not a big deal. I have the rest of my days, right? So I actually have taken it to where I am seeing the entrepreneurial journey just as much as my own coaching, my own becoming, my own person who I, that is the product of my product. So I hired a business coach and I'm working with a business coach and I'm still learning so many things every day on how to market and how to create that space where I draw clients towards me organically rather than being like a used car salesman or being needy or attached to wanting clients. And so much of that has to do with the belief that I have first and foremost in myself and the fact that I'm meant to be a coach, right? I belong. This is my industry. This is my zone of genius. Second of all, in the power of people that when somebody hires a coach, they're ready. And they can change too, and they want it, and they deserve it. And people are so incredible. And that all I have to do is then show up with that offer and that power of coaching and say, hey, let's work together. And the right people will jump in, and it's going to change lives and generations and heal families and create so much success for so many people beyond me. So yeah, on the tough days when I can't figure out how to record a video or do something, or I take 15 takes to say the same thing, or... I'm not signing new clients. I just dig into those beliefs again. And I really center myself around that. And that gets me to get up and try again the next day and the next day. And I think that's the power of coaching, right? Like, we're not going to teach everybody to be perfect. What we're going to teach you is to be really good at life when it's not perfect.
1: Absolutely. Is there a story or a certain episode with a client that would represent like a success story for you?
0: No, I've been. Telling my coach recently, um, I just unboarded quite a few new clients, and I have really gotten way better in my own coaching. And I, I was telling her, I'm like session after session, every session, my clients are having breakthroughs, and I'm just crying. Like I get off, and I'm like, this is so incredible. Like I can't believe we did that. And it's just you're t- like a flood of stories. But just this Sunday, I was talking to some one of my girlfriends, my old. Uh, neighbor um actually started coaching with me for the first time and I had been watching her work on a project we still live close to each other on Maui and it took her like I've been watching this process unfold for four months of indecision, five months of indecision, six months of indecision. Indecision on what? And a project that she was working on. And she wanted to create a course and some other stuff in her own business and take some new steps. And she had just been avoiding it. And, oh, no, I, this is stopping me. And that's stopping me. And I have to go to the store and Publix and my kids home and what all the things. right? And we had one hour coaching session. And then we have, it's a little group that I run and, um, we had a group call in it and I asked her, I was like, so how did that, how did that shift for you? And she was like, it's freaking unbelievable. I was in six months of holding myself back, just winding this thought around, thinking about, thinking about it, thinking about it. And in one hour, it changed enough to where that same pattern came up. And I was like, No. I'm not doing this. I got this. And I did the one thing I was so scared of doing. And I was actually really good at it. And, you know, and just bringing that, I mean, I have a 77 year old client right now who's dealing with fibromyalgia and is healing her pain through meditation and having like, I, there was, so I asked them, I always ask my clients, like, what's this worth to you? Like, what is the price of this? You know, what would you put out in there? Like, it's priceless. I don't know. How do you do this stuff? So there, one story, no. All the stories, yes. It's it's there. It's incredible what people are capable of when we just give them the space to be themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely love it, and I love hearing your journey of personal transformation and how that shows up in your work and how it's still coming up for you in your own coaching and your own transformation. Beautiful circle of life.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I think that's that's the one thing is we all of us we kind of live in a world where we think we'll be happy one and when we get to this and when we reach that or because of and one of the things that coaching taught me is that life is a journey there's always new layers and new things to discover and in order to be a successful coach you have to also be a product of your own product and go through that journey and if I was to get on stage and say I've had the most amazing life. I was born to multimillionaires that my parents raised me with all the love and affection. I was able to travel the world. I never had to stress about anything. Won't you like me to be your coach? Most people would be like, yeah, right. I can't relate to you. (laughs) Who do you think you are, right? So it's our vulnerability and it's our ups and downs. And it's stepping out of that and saying, hey, I'm not perfect. And I'm willing to learn and share. That's actually what people connect to the most. And I would say that anyone thinking about coaching or becoming a coach or working in that coaching area, authenticity is your number one key to success. And that's really with anything that you do in life.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Yana, for coming on. It was so nice having you.
0: Oh, my pleasure. It was so, so nice. And I'm so grateful we connected. And thank you so much for having me in your space. And yeah, if any of your audience members have any questions, feel free. My Instagram is at Yana Deshevsky. Facebook is Yana Deshevsky. Y'all just, I'm out there on social. I love Clubhouse at Yana Deshevsky. So I would love to meet anybody in your audience as well.
1: Amazing. Thank you. Friend, thank you so much for listening until the end. And if you enjoyed please tell a friend, leave a review, and make sure to subscribe so you get a notification the next time an episode is out. Have you been thinking of launching a podcast? Great! Let me help and produce your show and take the headache away. Just click on the link in the show notes and make sure to tune in next time. See ya!